Good morning, Photographic Collective podcast. At least I'm assuming it's morning where you are. Maybe it's afternoon. I don't know. Either way, welcome to the Photographic Collective. My name is Miles Wood Boyer, and uh, and I'm your host. But today, uh, guys, I take a pretty big back seat. In fact, the conversation that we're about to have, one of the most pivotal, one of the most exciting I've ever had, but simply because it is with... Um, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to say, I think, probably my favorite wedding photographer on earth. And I didn't have the guts to tell him that while we were in the uh, in the interview, but simply because I was a bit starstruck. Sitting down today with Fair uh, Waristi, all the way from uh, Monterey, Mexico. Fair is a remarkable uh, conceptual wedding photographer with just his his head and his priorities in a really unique and uh, and really great place. This is a powerful conversation. I can't wait for you to hear. Um, of course, we're going to have a quick note from our sponsors and then get right over to the conversation with Fair. But first, isn't it time that you go ahead and elevate your camera brand? Like, isn't it time that you go ahead and jump into what is holding you back and what is weighing you down? If you're still carrying one of those old school, like nylon tactical looking camera straps, I can tell you right now, that is what's weighing down your camera brand. It's time to elevate up to a new, fancy, comfortable, wear all day, look good all day camera strap. I, of course, only use Holdfast Gear. Matt Swaggart has been a good friend of mine, the founder of Holdfast Gear for years and years now. And he's been kind enough to extend a discount over to all of our Photographic Collective listeners. Just use the code MWB2021. That's MWB2021 over on the Holdfast Gear website for a discount on everything wonderful and leather in the world. All right, let's jump in. Oh my gosh, yeah, I'm pumped. Fair, I'm I uh I'm excited just dude, your energy, I'm going to need all of this today. I hope that you're you're prepared to bring it, like <laughs> all of the the Mexican energy just drop yeah. that into this interview. Um yeah, dude. Okay, well so um, okay, first first things first, thank you so much for like for, for signing up to do this. Um, I, I doubt, sincerely doubt you've ever even listened to this podcast. Uh, so maybe this is like a brand new thing for you. Let's do it. I, I'm, I'm a freak with podcasts. Uh, I love podcasts that embrace uh, being in the floor and then rising above, up above, you know? So yeah, I, I'm all yours, man. Anything you can talk to, I'm, I'm here. Ah, man, I love it. Well, okay, so let me let me give you like the high level then because um, okay. everybody that's listening gets to hear this like completely raw, mm-hmm. which is the fun part of this for me. Um, yeah. Because you you know, I haven't prepared you for really anything. Like I don't send over questions or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the whole idea of this podcast is essentially that, um, you know, we built this community, this like photographic collective community. And the whole the whole concept behind that was like, how do we bring people together? Like people like you that are just like creative savants, just absolute freaks creatively and, and successful, you know, sometimes despite that creativity and sometimes because of it. And then also bring in people that maybe um, haven't, haven't been found yet. They haven't been seen. Right, and they like they 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 aren't well known, but they still have great perspective. And then also bring in like brilliant business minds and ask them, like, what are lessons that you're learning right now about you know like a market that's unsteady and how can we maximize on your knowledge? And so you fall into this mess because, dude, you're fair. I mean, you're like the you're you're like the creative standard in the industry right now. 
Well, not really, man. You know, I, I, I'm I'm one of the 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 people who who have survived. You know, uh, because I think photography or wedding photography can be such a unicorn. Like uh, if you're working in a cubicle or on a nine to five, and you see dudes flying and having these beautiful influencer lives, you're like, damn, man, I want to be one of those dudes, no? Um, but then you start doing that, and as, as you're talking about your body and this trip, you're like, it's heavy freaking work. Uh, it, it's not as easy uh, as it looks. Uh, but playing with perception, it's it's something that, it, it can be quite messy, you know? Like, uh, I don't know if, if you know other photographers who have like a online persona, and you don't like them, <laughs> but then you talk with them and you're like, dude, you're human. You know, yeah. so uh, this this mix of lifestyle and doing what we love uh, can, can be tricky. So so for me, uh, on, on, on my social and everything, it, it's all about transparency. Uh, I, I don't want to be the cool dude doing cool things. Uh, I, I want to do me and hopefully having enough bookings per year uh, to provide for my family. Oh, and that's, okay. and, and that's, that's it. Yes, and, and I have been like just always doing some research about who, who are the photographers that I love and, and are following the same path. You know, okay. like... That's I, so I have to ask me. then. So mm-hmm. I'm just genuinely curious because I have I have no idea where this conversation is going to go, which is which means uh-huh. it's going to go good. Who are those people? Like, who are the photographers that you love that you that you look to? Well, at the beginning, uh, being from Mexico, I remember still like Googling Fotografia de Bodas. Uh, that's wedding photography and, and finding all these super traditional stuff. And then Googling wedding photography and finding there was a DVD back in the, I don't know, it was 2006 uh, that was called Masters of Wedding Photography. Mm-hmm. I remember and, it. Yeah. And you had people like like Jerry Guiones mm-hmm. uh, or this guy from the UK, uh, his name's Jeff Askoff. And, and there were like a lot of people like, but doing it their own. Like there was the guy who was doing like fashion photography inside weddings and then the documentary approach inside weddings. And and for me, that DVD, do you remember what a DVD is yeah. or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I actually kidding, remember. I remember that exact <laughs> DVD actually. Yeah. Really? I, I yeah. got it with an ice light. I bought like an oh, ice, like a Westcott man. ice light yeah. and it, the DVD yeah. came with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so that's the thing, like finding those... Uh, like uh, how say like light uh, the the things that are on the beach like the, the that the boats follow the the like a lighthouse the names the lighthouses yeah. yes uh-huh. thank yeah. you thank you and for me those were those were the first guys and then this was before Facebook I remember and then finding uh, like wedding photography groups on Flickr as well and and discovering so you were, were people, you a part of yeah. uh, the Breakfast Club. No, it, no, it, uh, no. It was like SWP something starting a wedding photography. Something. Yeah, so that was I know that was like mm-hmm. Jonas and uh-huh. and Paul Van Reeder and Ben oh, Heish and mm-hmm. um and I mean I just I I assumed I don't know why I just I think Gabe was a part of mm-hmm. it for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, well, 
Yeah, they have always been different like schools of wedding photography, no? So the, the people you're mentioning were like the, the hip, trendy, alternative dudes. And, and before those, uh, there was uh, the foundation guys who were more like a photo documentary, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, Tyler Workin, uh, We Win, Anna Cooperberg, uh, that did transform into fearless photographers now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, and, and I remember like seeing like, a, like fights in between, oh, those guys, they everything shoot at one point shit. And then the other guys were like, oh, those are uh, the old school people uh, that they don't control anything. And I love that because you can be in the middle, you can be that bridge, you know, you can, you can learn from the hip guys who know a lot of like, uh, uh, like, uh, how to say, like trends and where things are going and then know your, your basis and, and knowing photography, you know, because, you know, a lot of people started with digital now. And mm-hmm. if you talk about uh, exposure, uh, they're like, no, the camera does the work for me, you know? Yeah. So, so I, I love having both schools and being friends with both sides as well. Yeah, it's it's true. I mean, I, I think that would be the one thing you know, we should probably back up and actually like introduce who the heck you are uh, for anybody that's like living under a rock and has no clue. But, but uh, it's the one thing that I really do love. I've always really appreciated about you is that um, that we have we have so many mutual friends, but they mm-hmm. really are from every corner of the industry. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, I mentioned earlier in my in my group, you know, hey, any, anything that I should ask fair. And mm-hmm. uh, and Jason Vincent got on and was like, you know, oh, ask why he's yeah. such a creative freak, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is this is um, this is a guy like you like you mentioned. J- Jason is you know heavily into that that fearless line, right? Um, mm-hmm. And but then I know you you have like close friends that are so so into like the very trendy Pacific Northwest, you know, like that dark mm-hmm. vibe and. So okay, so let's back up just a second because I I want to I want to know about um, all of the teaching stuff that you have going on. I want to know about what it looks like for you to have scaled to like the top of the industry. You're one of the only photographers I've ever heard say that you intentionally uh, pulled back so that you got back into a more creative clientele. I want to hear about all of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But first things first, let's just talk about like. Where where are you? And I mean, who who I don't know. Fair, tell me who you are. Who's fair? <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. Well, um, my name is Jose Fernando Juaristi Larracuechea. That's my freaking name, man. That's awesome. Um, Can you spell I, I was that? Born in, I'm just. I'm kidding. No, Go ahead. <laughs> not even in Spanish, man. <laughs> and I was born and raised in the border with Texas, uh, so East Coast dude. Um, gas. City, the all the city was live out of natural gas, so very alpha, blue collar dudes. Uh, creativity wasn't part of the equation, um, or or creativity as, as we know it as as creators. And 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 I was one of the the, the black sheep of the family. Uh, I, I was a, a drummer at the beginning, and one of the things that I was obsessed was like everybody was pushing me to grow up. Like, and everyone, you have to grow up, you have to tuck your shirt and you have to, you know, become this Superman. And I was just like admiring flowers, man, you know, and, and just uh, listening to Dave Matthews and 
and John Mayer and oh that's feeling man and crying listening to the radio um, and, and and for me that's that's magic man you know like uh because people want to change you and and they want to they want you to become a number and if you're like at the opposite they start to tax you in weird ways uh so i'm i'm very happy that i was able to say like i don't give a damn about your tax um and i want to become an adult that it's happy <laughs> and that enjoys life and 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 i saw this tendency of once you ended up high school you have to become something you don't like because that's the rules here so i had a chance to go to university and i flew as far as i could well on a bus <laughs> uh, as far as i could from from my older life so if you ask me hey who are your older um uh, friends I have a few, but uh, I don't have like deep roots. I'm always trying to rediscover and and make people and meet people who keep inspiring me. Mm. And I became a wedding photographer by accident, man. You know, uh, I went to study mass media, so I was always behind the camera, uh, like still or or movies, and I wanted to become a cinematographer. Uh, that that was my main goal. I went to the movies. Uh, based on the DP or the director of photography. Uh, I didn't care about the story. I didn't care about the celebrities. I was just like amazed by where the camera was. Uh, there's, a, there's a magazine about the ASC, the American Association of Cinematographers. Uh, I was subscribed to it and that was my life. And I wanted to go to LA to teach, to learn, sorry, uh, cinematography. It was too freaking expensive for me. So I ended up working in a newspaper and then at a TV station and then started to do advertising and weddings, man. <laughs> so I've been doing weddings for 16 years now and so far so good. And I'm still enjoying every wedding that I attend because I see a wedding as a movie and I, I don't care about the rituals. I care about the people that allow me to explore with them and, and have something unique to create. Dude, you just said probably the most pivotal, and I, I love that you just said it, and and if I wouldn't have stopped you, you would have just rolled right through it. You probably just said like, really, one of the most paramount things I've ever heard said, which is simply, you don't you don't care about the rituals, you care about the people. Mm. Um, and, and I think that that shows, uh, I mean, it, it shows so much in your work. When I see your work, Fer, you're none of your clients look alike. None of them. Mm -hmm. Like you, you shoot every, every ethnicity, every body shape, every, you know, like they, everybody looks different, but you just have this way of humanizing a story of like creating an invitation into that. Um, and, and then finding a unique way to like draw us into a scene. So I, I want to know where, where does that is that empathy for you just natural or is that something that you have like, you know, worked on over time? Like, where does that come from? Well, well I think the first step is to try to be uh, like techie enough, like learning the basics, you know, and, and then it can be so overwhelming, you know, like, uh, like once you go to Instagram, you can be so uninspired and, and even, scared to create you know because because you see people who are like wizards 
as, as you were saying with, with Jason, I see Jason's work and I'm like, oh man, I quit. I, yeah. I, 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 I cannot follow that, you know? Uh, or, or or like two man studios and mm -hmm. uh, and and it, it's so easy to say like I'm never gonna be that good, uh, but I think the the magic starts to happen when you like hyper focus, like when you're like okay, uh, what am I good at? Um, what are my inspirations? And 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 then the difficult thing I think it's like okay. At the beginning, you have to do a little bit of everything. You, you, you have to, I remember the first time, like I, I have a picture in focus, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm a wizard, man, you know? And, and then in focus with a decent composition, wow. So I can, I can stock, stack up all these uh, abilities and then beautiful light with a decent composition <laughs> in, in focus with a concept, you know, with a concept, what, what I mean with this is like, there's something uh, unique that if there are two photographers in the same room or in the same wedding, your vision is different than the other dudes, you know? And, and, and that thing takes time to, to develop. Mm. And, 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 and we're just like, no, I want to be the best right now. And that's stupid, you know? So, so trying to level up your expectations on, on, on your, on your road ahead with, with your abilities from today, uh, requires you to, to hopefully learn from different persons and, and perspectives and then go to your freaking notepads and say, okay, I learned this from this workshop. What can I apply for my brand? Because I don't want to be a copycat of this girl or this dude, you know? So that's, that's been my process. I'm a slow learner, but every time they invite me to a convention, I sit down and learn from the other guys. I, I don't assume that I'm the big, the fair, as, as you were saying, uh, I'm, I'm one of the guys with low self-esteem, the low self-esteem that I know, but I take that as an advantage to not give things for granted. Mm, okay. And, These are, and, oh my and, gosh. Yeah. No, keep going. You're, I'm unpacking. Like <laughs> there are so many ways that we can go with this right now, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I Okay. So I, I want to ask you then, because it it occurs to me, like you, you mentioned early on that you just wanted to like sit and look at flowers, right? You just wanted to like sit and like soak up, soak up things that are beautiful around you. Mm -hmm. It seems like that's never faded. Uh, like, mm. like you've never, you've never gotten jaded with, with how like just sort of sim simple things can still become like a beautiful moment for you. Um, how, how does that in, uh, inform then you as a wedding photographer? Like, how do you take mm -hmm. that simplicity or that joy into your, your artistry? Well, you have to know your limits. I think, uh, I think, um, uh, yeah, we're part of an industry. Uh, we're here because we want to make some money and provide for our family and all that stuff. But I, I remember the years that I overworked myself and I stopped enjoying it. You know, it, it became a nine to five all over again. So when, when, when you're in a position to deny money, 
uh, people can say that you're stupid. You know? Uh, so, so for me, I still remember the year that we were building our house and we were about to become parents. And I overworked myself because I was like, I have to grab everything that I can, like go freaking crazy. And then uh, not feeling as satisfied as I used to. Uh, and having like the hard talks with my wife, like, hey, uh, this is not sustainable. Uh, I- I'm not a big company. I don't want to be an SEO, uh, CEO, sorry. Um, so how about if we lower our way of life if we chill a little bit and be happy with a little bit instead of instead of with a lot, and and that's that's a tough call, you know. Uh, not accepting super fancy weddings, uh, it's it's hard. Uh, but I, I took that decision. I I, I want to be the right choice for each couple that trust me instead of being one of the wealthiest freaking wedding photographers in the universe, you know? So that's when I started to diversify and to do more of the learning. Uh, so I, I'm not a guru, a guru or something, but I've seen so many people crash because they're only smelling the freaking money. And I learned a lot from the mistakes that others have, have done. Dude, uh, okay, so so you just segued us into that perfectly because I mentioned this earlier. I can't remember what podcast it was that I heard you on, or an interview or a workshop. I don't. I've I've listened. I've heard you so many hundreds of times, um, but you mentioned at one point that you had taken a few, like I, you know, what we would, I guess, in the industry, what most people would call like a luxury wedding, right? The okay. the mm-hmm. the high level, the ultra high level weddings. Mm-hmm. Um, that you'd done a few of those and you didn't enjoy it and you scaled away from that so that you could be back in a place where like you felt like you were creating, you know, out of a place of like intentionality. I think you called it in, mm-hmm. in this particular uh, interview, whoever this was with, you called it an experiment, right? You wanted to get mm-hmm. back to the experiment with your couple. Um, can I tell you that that, like just that sentence, genuinely, like, just from me to you, just that sentence changed, completely changed the way that I look at, at my own work. Mm. Um, just this idea of an experiment. So, so when you're working with these couples, um, what's that creative process look like for you? Uh, is this something that you, that you spend just a, an incredible amount of time preparing for? Or do you love to just sort of like create off the cuff? Uh, do you invite your couples to be a part of that creativity with you? Like wa- walk us through that. Well, it's you always start from zero. Like, no, it doesn't matter if your website it's like super well designed and and you have the amazing copy with all the information. Once the the bride and groom or the groom and groom or the bride and bride uh, are dressed, uh, the cliche monster just hit everyone. You know, uh, they they forgot that you're there to create and and that you have your own perspective. Nah, they don't give a damn, man. They wanna they become this. Disney couple, man. And I'm like, God damn it. Uh, mm-hmm. I have to speak louder now. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm always uh, trying to tell them, like, I think I repeat this like 24 uh, times per minute, the, the first two hours. Like, hey, guys, I'm here to capture how it feels in- instead of how you look. Uh 
like I do that like a lot of times per wedding, like even on the dance floor, you know, like if, if everybody's dancing and they want to stop to pose to take the picture, uh, I say, hey, I'm, I'm here to capture your soul, not your looks, like a lot of times. And, and people like get confused at the beginning and then they understand. So, so yeah, you, you have to become like a, like a guide uh, because bridesmaids, groomsmen, they, they want to do the same that they did at their wedding, mm-hmm. you know? So I do everything. I do everything, Miles. I, I, I shoot the super traditional stuff. Uh, my thing is like, I don't show it. Um, like my portfolio and socials are built to scare as many traditional couples as possible. Uh, that's, that's my goal. Uh, that's why I, I show like crazy crops or I show blurry images or I show pictures that the bride and group look so tiny or they don't look their best, you know, because I, I want to attract the right couples and the right couples get married by themselves doing elopements or in a fancy place. But I just don't want to be a trend. I don't want to be, uh, oh, this is the trendy photographer. Let's book that guy. You know, so consistency, it's hard for me. Uh, But that's what I do destination weddings, because if I was shooting locally, uh, it will I I wouldn't be shooting weddings anymore. I don't want to shoot in the same fancy place uh, every weekend. Hmm. Okay, I love that. I I, because I. I can totally sympathize, actually, and we've we've mentioned this on a, in a few trainings before. But I will only share, like, on our website and uh, and across our socials, I will only share images that I can find imperfections in. Right, like if it feels perfect, then it doesn't mm-hmm. get it doesn't get seen. Because I don't. The last thing I want actually is for our couples to be attracted to our work because they think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's like that. That's the. That's actually the first thing that we want to eliminate from people's minds. Instead, I want people to look at it and say, like, it's so beautiful, even though that her hair mm-hmm. is in her eyes, or like that's really mm-hmm. cool, even though it looks like he's about to fall off the edge of that cliff, right? And I like that, man. I I think I, I think those exceptions are the things again to bring it back to us. Me saying how humanizing you are. It's the thing that brings. Uh, the right couples to the table is being able to say, like, I I recognize my humanity in your photos. Um, but that takes an incredible amount of, uh, from you, it takes an incredible amount of intentionality as an artist to say, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to shoot in the in-between moments just as much as I shoot, you know, in in the in the cliche monster moments, right? Uh, yeah. So, so what's your walk me walk me through that just just a hair. So, what uh, you show up to a wedding and you pull out a camera. Mm-hmm. What is the what's the vibe with you and a camera? Do you have the camera down by your hip? Are you just hanging out and laughing with a shot of tequila in your hand? Do you have it <laughs> no, to your eye always? <laughs> um, you know, are you are you I you know like how does it feel to be around you while you're shooting? Awkward, man. It feels awkward. It, it doesn't feel natural, you know? Uh, I, I'm a hyperactive dude. Um, so it, it's so easy to be to be nervous around me, you know, uh, as, as a couple. And that's why I usually start like a, like an hour before, uh, just shooting things around the area. Uh, first, I'm doing like a little bit of a scouting as well. 
And um, I just want to calm down. I I know that I'm hyper, so it's it's not always welcome, you know. So when I'm having a a Zoom meeting with a couple, I always say, "Hey guys, do you like my pictures? Yeah, we like the pictures. If if you don't like my energy, please don't book me. You know, because it's it's gonna be the same, and adding up all the uh, nervousness and the anticipation of the wedding day. You know, so so." If, if you want to book me, I'm like, please don't book me. Please don't book me. Please don't book me. <laughs> and like the last couple that we have a, a mentor, a consultation, they told me, hey, uh, don't lower yourself. And I'm like, I want to lower myself because I, I want you to feel unique. And, and, and I'm a human. I'm not a robot. I'm not here only for your freaking money. You know, so if 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 you want to book me, I'm always going to refer other photographers that I love. And if I was getting married again, who is going to who I'm going to book? You know, it's always like that. I, I don't want to be the, the guy with money or uh, number signs in their freaking eyes. So once I'm a little bit calm, I hug everyone. I, I'm a hugger, so I want them to feel like it's not that hard to be photographed, you know, so. Uh, I, I want them to feel the person behind the lens instead of there's the Mr. Photographer. You know, that's that mm -hmm. because a lot of people, they want to be the professional photographers and they start talking about all their awards and all their uh, trajectory. And I don't give a damn. And I have to start from zero. When I arrive to a wedding, I have to win everyone. Mm, okay, so, this is huge. So mm -hmm. it, I bet then, I'm willing to bet, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm willing to bet. No, it's good. A lot of that is leveraged then. I mean, talk to me about like at home because you've mentioned your family at least a hundred times mm -hmm. in the last 15 minutes. And and I mean, most people I think that I've learned and I love that I can hear like the dog barking in the back. This is perfect. Sorry, I, sorry. No, I don't care. This is, but this is, this is relevant because, because here's the thing. Most people are mentioning their awards or they're mentioning their gear or their, their trajectory or their successes out of insecurity. And mm. it, it sounds to me like you probably find your security or your balance from, from home, right? From like a more intentional set. So what does that mean to you? Like pull yourself out of being fair, the wedding photographer. Who are you mm -hmm. at home? Well, uh, I, I have a really a cool friend, uh, Hector, and he always has this question, uh, like, how do you want to be remembered? You know? and, and, and just answering that every, every day of your life uh, gives you that intention. You know, mm -hmm. like, uh, that's, it's as simple as that, you know? And so uh, I, I know that I have to be surrounded by more wise people than me, more intelligent people than me, more more business savvy people than me, more creative people than me, uh, and then I just learn by like osmosis, man. <laughs> you know, um, you you have to learn your limitations, and and I'm I'm very intentional on the things that I consume, um, and and if if I'm gonna watch something per se like a lot of people say oh yeah i watch netflix to get inspired that's bs man you know uh you, you you can listen to a cool podcast while you're doing the dishes you know or while you're like running or walking your dogs anything but 
so yeah, I'm 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 obsessed with not consuming just because it's a trending topic, you know. Uh, so so my my goal is to be not not the perfect dad or the perfect husband or the perfect photographer. I just want them to see this guy was vulnerable. Uh, when he messed up, he said sorry, you know, and always give your face, never never hide from anyone. Uh, that's that's my goal always uh, to to be as human as as possible with all the mistakes. So I mean, what a legacy though that you're that you're giving to your kids, right? Because they're you're, you're you get to come home from these adventures that didn't change you, right? Like mm-hmm. they they may have affected you, but they didn't change you. You get to come home and say like, no, 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 I wanted to be here all along. I had to go. Mm-hmm. I I had to go and create that. That's 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 the role that I play, but like my legacy is here. Mm. Um, I mean, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's so, I mean, what a, I mean, your, your wife, your kids, what, what is it that's like most important to you in the world? I, I think, uh, as I, as I mentioned before, like for me, it was hard to detect that becoming an adult was better than being a, uh, adolescent or a kid, so so what was the point of of rushing to getting there? Uh, so so our our goal is to empower our kids to to be people that are alive and 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 that they're grateful that to wake up every morning, you know. And 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 we're not religious, and we're not teaching anything like uh, you have to follow these words, you know, but. I've seen people with a lot of money being extremely depressed, you know, and and the opposite as well. So I think finding your purpose it's 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 one of the most beautiful things and the most ballsy things to follow, because when I was a teenager I wasn't dreaming of becoming a wedding photographer. You have to learn by your mistakes. I wanted to be uh, the director of photography of amazing movies, you know, and I remember. When I was in university, that uh, Lubezki, uh, he's one of the best cinematographers all around. He has like three Oscars, you know, like a Revenant, uh, oh, yeah. Tree of Life, mm-hmm. uh, all those. Uh, and I and I, I love following their paths. Like uh, as as creators, we have uh, like stages, you know, uh, like as as a painter as well. Like you have. Uh, sometimes you are like a hyper realistic and sometimes you go uh, to the abstract and as, as wedding photographers, we have to allow ourselves to, to keep evolving and evolution doesn't mean that you become better. It's like you have to allow yourself to keep experimenting and exploring. So that's what I love having an intimate wedding and then an all inclusive wedding and then a ballroom wedding because uh, the formula, yes. There's two people in love. They're going to kiss. They're going to exchange rings and that's it. But in a different place, with a different light, with different um, uh, people, family and friends. And I love that. How it felt to be there, it's it's the magic uh, for me. The other part as well, it's it's so easy to only follow love uh, as, a, as a soap opera, you know? Um, you know, the, the backlight, everything in the universe. And uh, yes, yes, we can do that. Uh, and, and everybody's smiling because it's their best day of, if on their life. Uh, is it? 
<laughs> so, so those little bit of uh, like hesitations or allowing yourself to press pause uh, and, and try to create something that it's not wedding related with the bride and groom or with the bride and bride. For me, it's being disrespectful, uh, but tasteful at the same time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, man, oh man, every sentence that you say, man, uh, I'm trying to boil down what you just said over the last three to five minutes. And it, basically what it comes down to for, for me, it sounds like you were just fascinated with forever learning. Like you're just, mm -hmm. you're just a, like, uh, I don't know what, what the term for that would be, but you're just a perpetual student um, mm -hmm. of, of experience and life. I mentioned earlier, I know you're, you've gotten really heavy into teaching recently, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're spending a lot of time teaching. Before you tell us about that, because I, I definitely want to hear about it. It's really relevant to where I'm at right now in my career. And I, I want to like, hear from you how, how that experience has been. But uh, how, how has being a teacher changed the way that you learn? It keeps you fresh, man. It, it keeps you hesitating and doubting of, of your technique and, and your methodology. And, and I think that's one of the hardest gifts uh, to receive, but it's, it's one of the most precious. Uh, for example, uh, it's rare for me to bring a second shooter uh, on, on the weddings that I do. Um, and this year I'm, I'm bringing second shooters to most of the weddings. And that, I hate that, you know, because when I'm capturing something, I'm always trying to look where the other guy is. And I'm like, I think he has a better picture than me. You know, I'm, I'm always doubting that. And I'm mm -hmm. so on the next wedding, I'm going to try to learn and, and capture my angle and their angle as well. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think when, when you think that you become the big S, uh, you become lazy because you know, what formulas work and your, your playground keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller because you think like, oh yeah, yeah, you are the destination photographer with X amount of uh, followers. So you're like, okay, I have to keep doing this same stuff uh, to keep getting that um, bonus or that love. And that's the biggest mistake, I think. Um, if you're not business savvy, you have to say like, yeah, I don't give a damn. I'm going to try to go the opposite, you know? So I, I love that. I, I try to, to put mute into all the, uh, the noise that it's uh, behind or people talking. I, when you're telling me, oh, you're fair. I don't give a damn who fair is uh, or was. I, I, I want to I see uh, where I can be, you know, mm. and, and not. Not in likes and not in views, but in uh, the best pictures are still ahead of me. Mm, that's huge. Okay, and so, so now that you're teaching that, I mean, now that you're you're training people in that, what is it that you that like you're hearing back from people? Because the the fact of the matter, like just the the reality, is that you do have a remarkably creative eye, like a. I, I, I've said this a number of times in a number of interviews where I've been in your seat, where I've said like, there's photographers, a number of photographers out there all, all over the world that I, I can see their work, I can understand their process, I 
I'm not interested in replicating it, but I could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after 600 weddings, like I could, I could do what <laughs> they do. The, the, the guys in Singapore, they're doing crazy lighting mm-hmm. and the guys in, yeah. I could do it. Um, I don't want to, but I could. Mm-hmm. But then I see your work and, and this isn't me trying to flatter you. This is me being genuinely intrigued. I see your work and, and I have no idea how your creative process works. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. there are compositional things that happen. I feel like you shoot your weddings like you just said at playgrounds. You, it literally, mm-hmm. it, it feels to me like you shoot your weddings at, at playgrounds. And so you have people logging in that want to learn. Like they want to understand how you have developed that muscle. Where do you even start as a teacher? My photography teacher was a pain in the ass, man. Uh, I, I wanted to become his assistant for the longest and he never accepted that. So uh, I have a lot of mentors, but on books, uh, on podcasts, on workshops, you know, so, so I think... When when I was uh, so like flexible, my, when my mind was so flexible, it was the best gift uh, because I didn't learn only one one way of doing things, you know, and and um, that made me like a how to say like a like a wedding band, you know, uh, like if you're a musician, non wedding non wedding musician. Sometimes you diminish the, the the musicians that play on weddings mm-hmm. because uh, they, they're like selling themselves, you know. But but you know they're they're having more experience and they know how to manage the crowd better than the guy who's in their studio like playing only by himself with his headphones and that's it, you know. So I think having feedback. From, from different kind of crowds, it's always going to make you stronger. As you were saying, like the, the, the photographer from Singapore, uh, it, it's so easy to criticize because they don't do it how you do it. You can say, oh, that's too much or that's too little. Instead of what can I learn from those guys? No, that's always been my approach. When I see something that I don't love, I try to analyze why I don't love it and, and then trying to make it my version. So, so that's, that's always, uh, as, as a teacher, you have to be extremely flexible. You don't want to transform your students in minions. Mm-hmm. No? If I was a business guy, yeah, I will do that because I will, I will teach them my ways and then come and work for me. You know, like uh, you're going to hypnotize everyone and you're going to become uh, this big studio. And the things I hate the most are just like huge studios because it's it's just a formula that never changes. And as Einstein was saying, it was like the, the formula to of madness. It's repeating the same shit and trying to get different results. So so different results. It's it's what inspires me always. So on the teaching part, you have to only become uh, this mediator of what can you do a bit better or things that you can consider the next time you grab your camera. Man, there's so much and, wisdom and, and, in that. And that's the goal. It's being a guide, not, not being a copycat. 
Yeah, there's there's so much wisdom in that. And so, I, I, how is how is a lot of that being done for you? Is that uh, is most of that over via Patreon? Or are you doing? Do you have your own coaching programs or? Uh-huh. Well, uh, uh, I, I've been doing Patreon for uh, four years now. I, I started Patreon because I didn't want it to travel that that much. So I was doing 20 weddings per year and then 20 international workshops per year. So I wasn't home and that sucked. So Patreon started uh, uh, with a mission of being more home. So every time, for example, if you want to book me to photograph a wedding and you don't have enough money uh, to, to book me, I say, okay, let's, let's make a commitment. You, you pay X amount in cash. And you allow me to document your wedding to use it as a online education course. Mm, that's really cool. You know, that's that's and really really interesting. Yeah, because uh, I think plenty. It's uh, it it cannot be uh, leveled, but enough. Uh, I I love the word enough. It can sound as mediocre, but enough for me. It's it's happiness. It's where my uh, happy circle starts. You know. I don't want to be busy 24-7. I don't know if you want to be busy 24-7, Miles, but but not me, man. I, I, I want to wake up, run, and then take my kids to school, and then edit. Freaking AI, it's helping a lot now. <laughs> and then just chill, man, as well. Just chill. And we forget about chilling. Um, and that's not, not good, man. Living at 100 miles, 100 kilometers per hour, uh, it's not sustainable. Uh, I, I'll tell you, I think um, a few of my favorite images I've ever seen you you share um, <laughs> have been shots of your kids. Like mm. shots shots of, um, you know, like I, I can remember a, a whole, I think they were all black and white set of the kids like jumping in the pool and playing, you know, just like <laughs> having fun like that. Um, but it, it speaks so much to what you just said. Being able to unplug from busy and then still mm-hmm. be present. And uh, and it says a lot about who you are, just that you love creating enough that you want to take that home and create, create you know, images and, and moments of, of your family as well. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah, how much- If you're a photographer, sorry. And, no, and go. If, when you travel with your family and you don't bring a camera, please find a camera that inspires you. Mm-hmm. You know, like that you don't have to Photoshop or Lightroom or whatever, you know, just bring a, a camera that makes you happy. And uh, there's a, a Ricoh, you know, Ricoh? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the GRs are mm-hmm. amazing to do that as well. So in, investing in your happiness and in your memories. Yeah, I. Uh, that's the reason I carry, I've, I've got a little X100V that I carry mm-hmm. uh, just for that. And I only shoot it in JPEG. And, yeah. uh, you know, and, and we, we always kind of laugh about it. Cause it's like, you know, I mean, I, I've got a, you know, this, this big monster medium format yeah. digital that we shoot everybody else's stuff on, but mine's, you know, like I, for me, like you just said, the, the, that inspiration point is, is the, is the key thing. Okay. So what, what, what comes up next for you? Like, are you the type of guy that is, that is constantly planning six months from, from now, a year from now? Or are you just sort of riding the wave of, of what, what tomorrow looks like? Uh, no, like photography-wise, no. I, I never have a plan. Uh, it's just more like a, trying to, to always be aware of uh, how am I feeling. 
you know so it, it's always trying to have I don't believe in balance but I but I believe in in being honest with how how, how you feel so so I know that overwork equals to more money yes but equals to depression <laughs> so uh, for me it's always finding the gaps like usually December I don't book anything you know because because I want to be at home and I just want to be chill and and that's it you know so it doesn't matter how the economy is if I haven't been stupid enough uh, for the rest of the year I, I can allow that you know to to be more at home. Yes, editing here and there, but just uh, chilling down. So, so yeah, I never have a, a master plan. I'm always trying to keep inspiring and I'm always trying to find the, the next hit that gives me more energy to keep working on my pictures or working on inspiration from the students. And usually the answer is uh, don't be a shadow. Always try to build a community always ask uh, more questions than the answers that you give and that always going to fuel you up. Mm, okay, where's so where's the easiest way that, you know, the people that are listening to this, where's the easiest way to connect with you then to like be a part of that community? Well, if you know Spanish <laughs> on my Patreon channel, uh, I did all the Patreon in Spanish because there are so many amazing people doing it in English. Mm -hmm. And... As, as, a, as a Mexican and or, or like Latin, uh, we're always like a few years behind uh, all the educational stuff. So I made it on purpose to to try to teach all the, the Spanish-speaking people. Uh, but yeah, Patreon, if you learn, if you want to learn Spanish, you're more than welcome there. <laughs> or if you want to hold your Google Translate up and, and work it out. Um, yeah, and, and I speak a lot with slang, so it's hard to Google yeah. or even YouTube Translate. It's gonna mess you up. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I just think it's special. Fair, I, I really do. I want to like encourage you with that. I know we've gone a little longer than we'd planned on, but I, I want to encourage you to like the reason that I wanted to have you on so quickly, like right now, is mm -hmm. because the last, um, the last several interviews, and then the ones that are coming up are so heavily uh, success-oriented. Okay. Um, in, in this mindset concept of like, how do you build a goal? How do you achieve that goal? How do we, mm. how do we uh, see potential, see gaps in the market, see opportunities, and then go out there mm -hmm. and, and serve and solve and, and you know, fix things? But mm -hmm. one of the reasons I was so eager to have you in on, on this particular section is because I feel like what you have achieved uh, with your photography thus far is the ability to be truly successful as a creative, but not allow the success to change you. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, that it seems, it seems to me from obviously very much from the outside looking in as though you're just as hungry to, you know, get out and look at the flowers now as you, as you ever were. Um, so it means a lot that you would share that, to be honest. Yeah, no, and as photographers, the, the, the least things I consume is photography. <laughs> you know, I, I'm always trying to, yeah, like, a, like I, I read a lot about like self-improvement and like a, a create, creating of habits as well. Like you have to, okay, if you think that you have a gift, uh, you have to learn from the opposite, always. <laughs> You know, like, uh, like for me, like creating systems, 
it sounds like freaking boring as hell, man. <laughs> you know, but I need, I, I, I know I need a little bit of that uh, to be sustainable. So, so yeah, photography, it's amazing. But if you want to live out of photography, you have to learn a little bit of everything. Like, uh, like I listened a lot to like Chase Jarvis, for example, his podcast, mm -hmm. uh, because he has become like a freaking amazing interviewer, man. And he has um, changed career paths so freaking many times. Or there's this guy called uh, James Altucher. Uh, he, he's a wizard, man. He was like a like a chess player and then an investment dude. And now he has a podcast. So I love people like that. You know, like they don't tag themselves, even if they're doing it right. And they're always willing to to iterate and 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 to change and to and to see what's next for them. The other thing as wedding photographers, we don't speak a lot about uh we think that with the age you're going to start sucking. I I have seen that uh, since since day one. Uh you're not going to be 50 taking we taking wedding pictures. And it's like why not? And and you can make that you can make that your uh your homework. Okay. How many 50 year old dudes are still doing this and they're enjoying that? You know, uh, don't, as, don't assume that your reality or your thoughts are a reality. So, so I have interviewed a, a lot of people like uh, 50 plus that they still have their magic. You know, so your worries can become your inspiration as well. And there's literally no way that we could wrap up an interview better than what than what you. I mean, fair. That's <laughs> done. I I have nothing. Done, <laughs> guys. If you're still listening to this, I, I'm speechless for the first time in 45 episodes. I, I that's that's huge. I mean, just that idea of of not not presuming that you already know everything. Um, mm -hmm. I think it I think it probably sums you up and your work up. Uh, you're, you're teaching up and I mean, a, everything and in, in like one perfect sentence, it's amazing. So, yeah, man. all right, fair. Well, guys, if you're, if you're still listening to this, please, please click down into the, the show notes and, uh, and click over and, and just drop fair, uh, a DM on, on Instagram. He's always it years now we've written back and forth and we've never, mm -hmm. we've never met, but. Uh, he's always quick and kind to to respond, and uh, and I'm sure there's probably links over, but we will also include links into the Patreon, uh, and of course into into his website as well, and uh, and we'll be back next week with somebody. Um, gosh, I don't even know how we follow this up. Um, no pressure, next guest. Um, Someone who, that speaks better English, man. That's 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 all you need, man. That's it. Okay, <laughs> we'll we'll start with that. We will, we will start with that. Fair. Thank you so much, buddy. I really appreciate your time, man. Pleasure, man. Okay, everybody. The end of that interview was an absolute whirlwind. So I'm going to slow down and say this one more time. That was fair. If you guys, have, if you if you made it this far to the interview, you know by now. That was it. Was an unbelievable conversation with just a, a savant, a creative, brilliant genius in the world. 
uh, and and such a treat for all of us to share. Uh, hey, as we sign off this week, of course, we want to bring up one more time that this entire episode was brought to you by our friends at Holdfast Gear. You guys, these straps, these bags, these accessories, uh, they, they aren't just good looking. They are some of the most functional and well-designed products on the market today for photographers. And I want to extend to you guys a discount. I want to give you guys an opportunity to elevate your camera brand, your look, your vibe, and of course, the functionality of the equipment that you use that supports your camera and supports your back and supports your brand. Use code MWB2021. That's MWB2021 over on the Holdfast Gear uh, site for a discount. And, uh, and you guys, if you have the opportunity, make sure you let them know who sent you.